0: Previously on Follow the Leader, well, my idea was that we had all gone to school together, um, and that the events of this game are us returning to our former school uh, in the wake of an event. So, yeah, that, so that was that was my concept. Uh, Dora mentioned something about meeting at a funeral, and I said, "Oh, what if it was the funeral of like our old like a shared teacher?" Mm-hmm. So the the, the place that we are exploring in this game will be the school and our memories of it. We have like a magic school off in the wilderness somewhere. We arrive on some form of conveyance. I mean, it could be easy enough. It's like we were all on the train together. (laughs) We all ended up in the same train. Very Harry Potter.
1: That's so Harry Potter. It's adorable.
2: Our school probably had, you know, like Hogwarts probably has... a a pretty long and storied history like there's probably like parts that are built upon parts that you know had long since crumbled as stuff gets reclaimed and lost over the course of time
0: you know it's in the mountains uh right like the like a forested part of the this mountain range where like things are flat enough to have an area where people can be uh, I just made up the mountain thing. I don't know. Do you like mountains? I like mountains.
2: I like mountains. mountains. Good. I have an idea. I would like to pitch y'all on this. Okay. So, what if the funeral is in the town at the base of the mountains, and we have to deliver the remains up to the school?
0: I think we were close with him in a way that other students weren't. Uh, in a way that the surviving faculty remember surviving. Mm. Remaining faculty remember. Surviving. uh, And and that they ask us to do it because he would have wanted it to be us. We now return to your game, already in progress. (laughs) So yes, yeah, so we are we're in the rites of exploration. We are beginning the rites of exploration. Uh, the rites of exploration are a series of intimate procedures for exploring your culture's history. The text here mentions a place of memory, suggesting a journey to a distant or possibly ancient location. But the place of memory could be inside your family's current home, or at a local cemetery, or inside a theater. This place could be as small as a, as vast as a city, or it could be as small as a room, as new as a supermarket, or as ancient as a circle of stones. An example of place, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, take a moment now to discuss with your group the kind of place we'd like to explore. Where is it? How long will it take to get there? Have any of you been there before? So we've gotten, we've gotten a lot of that down. Um, Yes, we have been there before uh, because it's where we went to school together. How, where is it? it? Is in the mountains.
1: It is in the Swiss Alps.
0: The Swiss Alps, or a place very much like it for this fantasy world.
1: Fantasy Swiss Alps.
0: Fantasy Swiss Alps. How long will it take to get there? Um, did we have an, an, an answer for that?
1: I don't recall one.
2: Yeah, I don't think we did.
1: I think it was just, like, at, at least a day. I don't think it should take longer than a day if there's not any shelter up there.
0: Yeah, well, there's a, I mean. Yes, uh, on the way up, I don't think right. any shelter. Um, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think I, I was about to say like between four and six hours of hiking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so yeah, definitely less than a day. Uh, but you know, it's the kind of thing where it would only take 10 minutes to take the gondola up. The gondola is broken. It, it took its, its last journey down and, and just broke down. Perhaps because, uh, Talus was keeping it afloat.
1: Uh, we had also a McGonagall character. Did we name her?
0: I don't believe we did. We ha- we did have her. I don't believe we named her. Right. Uh, do we want to name the, the deputy headmistress?
1: If only because she's the one who tasked us with going up there. So in case we need to have a conversation about her.
0: Yeah. Helena Bonham Carter.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, um
1: wrong deputy headmistress josephine something or other
0: josephina uh sure um do, you want, do we want to give her a flower name as well or a plant name
1: yes all of the plant names
0: oh, foxgloves are like like little hats
1: Yep. oh it should not be josephina because i'm a seraphina and that's weird
0: mm-hmm ooh Kumerian Daniel Danielsi Danielsi is a, is a, is fireweed.
2: Ooh!
0: I'm looking at the Campanula rotundifolia is mountain harebell. Gintiana isn't too bad. Veronica, that's a mm. flower. Veronica del Alpi is uh the a, a plant is a, is a flower that grows in the Alps. Wow! Mm-hmm.
1: Of the Alps.
0: Veronica Alpina, Napaka,
1: Edelweiss. <laughs> what's the joke? Oh, I was singing Edelweiss from what's it? Sound of music. Oh, from the Sound of Music. Yep, yeah. that's
0: was is linked immediately under a picture of Edelweiss. <laughs> I mean, Edelweiss is a nice name.
2: Yeah, I like that.
0: So Josephine Edelweiss?
2: Sure. Yeah. We
0: should we should keep notes of all this stuff. Uh, I started
1: document. that. Oh,
0: there we go. Deputy Headmistress, the begonical character. So yeah, Josephine has asked us to bring Talus's ashes up the mountain to his school to be spread amongst the Alps.
1: The Fantasy Alps.
0: The Fantasy Alps.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: All right so with that with that established uh let's get into the let's get into the rituals the rites um the first one is arrival part one. you are on your way to the site of an important moment in your community's history. who sent you on this journey someone in our group, a family member, someone outside of our families who we trust uh probably joseph that's josephine yeah um, as you were- Answer the questions in this ritual. You may elaborate as much or as little as you feel comfortable. You do not need to share the details of this moment of communion with other members of your group, nor the other players at the table. Um, okay, so yeah, we're on the side of an important moment in our community's history, uh, and if our community is like the school, then the place is the school, right? Yeah. Uh, the person who sent us on this journey is someone outside of our families who we trust. Uh, Josephine Edelweiss, uh, Arrival Part 2. Each of you is looking to accomplish something specific here. So we are not just here to spread the ashes of Talus Foxglove. We also have our own individual reasons for being here. What brings you to this site? Um, The examples given are, I am looking for answers to a question about a member of my family. I have come to retrieve something of value that was taken from my family. I intend to repair a harm that was visited upon my family. So does anybody have anything with like
1: this? I think Fina is kind of interested in finding, like, I think, like, a spell that she was promised or knew of that she wasn't given during her time there. And so she wants to find, like, traces of it or to find some way to be able to replicate it but I don't know what the contents of the spell is. I just think that's what she's looking for.
0: Sure. Um, I've got one. Um, I think... So, Artesia's weakness is a social anxiety that stems from a a deep fear of speaking too loudly. Um, And I think somewhere in the school, while she was there, uh, she left... What in my head I'm just calling her outside voice, like in some magical way, mm-hmm. was able to distill it and remove it, so that she never had to speak up, and like hid it somewhere in the school. Nice. Uh, and so she can't. She can barely speak above a whisper until she can get it back. And maybe it's time for her to get it back, or maybe even even if she doesn't intend to use it again, um, she doesn't want it, you know, falling down with the castle.
2: I kind of like the idea that maybe not a too distant relation, but a, a kind of distant relation also attended uh the same school uh many years ago. And maybe they're kind of similarly like a black sheep of the family. Like I think Parker is a black sheep of the family being a being a healer. So maybe there there may be something of value there to like help Parker connect with their past with this other member of the family that, that might be like them.
0: That's cool. Kind of like a, someone who came before. Yeah. And what, so what was the reason why Parker wasn't able to find that the first time they were here?
2: Like maybe it was something that came to light only recently. Like, you know, a relative was like, Oh, uh you went to fox club academy you know your great great you know great uncle went you know went there too that kind of thing
0: cool yeah very awesome any more questions about about the things that we are looking to accomplish Mm-mm. all right arrival part 3 before you enter the place of memory you must attune yourself to the memories of your ancestors. How did your family prepare you to enter this place? So that might just be how do we get up the mountain?
1: It's a very good question uh <sighs> also, Parker, do you have something to carry these ashes in because currently I'm holding the urn and it's a little heavy
2: <laughs> um hmm. I was about to say, yeah, I have a, I have a pack, but a, like a backpack, but then it's like, no, a backpack really wouldn't work.
0: <laughs> you, got, you got wings. You need like a satchel.
2: Yeah, like a satchel.
0: Or like a sling. Or a
2: fanny pack. A fanny pack would be so adorable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'd have to be a big one to hold this urn. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: it's a big one to fit on a big boy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Imagine the urn's probably like football sized.
2: Yeah.
1: But I'm afraid if we, like, put it sideways, it'll tip out. I mean, I could spell the lid shut, but still. Mm. Then then I'd have to unspell it to get it open, and then I don't know if that would get, like, infect the ashes somehow, you know? I feel like it might mm-hmm. contaminate it a little bit.
0: Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Artesia pulls just some silver thread from her bag and just wraps it around the lid. It doesn't have to be magic.
1: I don't use spell components. I don't carry thread. Thank you. You're always so prepared. <laughs>
0: she nods. Um, she reaches down and pulls some sleigh bells from her pocket and ties them to the end of her shoelaces and clicks her heels together and this the sleigh bells jingle and glow and then she like slowly rises to the top of the snow so she just doesn't sink in anymore. And that's that's the that's the one bit of magic that her family gave her to do this. It's old. They're old bells.
1: Parker, I'm just going to walk behind you, and you can carve a path in the snow.
0: <laughs> so, how did your families prepare you to enter this place?
1: She has um, some, definitely some spells scrawled onto her arms, just like a little bit on the forearm, because that's where she keeps all of her spell magic. Is mm-hmm. kind of like tattooed onto her, her not skin, but, you know, her surface. Yeah, child. and mm-hmm. it's um, the person who had made the form wrote on little spells to keep it from, like, cracking if it gets too cold. Because okay. also... I mean, that's just something... Because this, this body is a newer one than when she went to school with. So it was like, well, let's do this ahead of time for you so you don't break. Totally.
2: Yeah, Parker's family isn't typically magically inclined. So... There aren't any sort of spells or anything from his family. But I think maybe... You know what? Maybe it is the the satchel came from uh, one of his family members.
1: Here, you can keep your healing herbs in it.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's like... It was specifically like... The family... I I can... Picture the family member handing it to him and being like, here, this will help you carry your burden. Aw.
0: Hmm. Very dramatic. All right. Fantastic. Um, The ritual's completed. You each feel the veil of time peeling back from this place. You sense it opening itself to you, allowing you to explore the memories of your ancestor as they pass through this place. That's more explicit in um Parker's case, but for all of us it could also just be our our younger selves. Hopefully D doesn't hear this at some point and think that we're completely playing the game wrong.
1: <laughs> Don't add us.
0: Uh we have ooh, we're gonna we're getting into some game stuff now. Ooh la Exploration As you enter this place of memory, each of you senses a mnemonic imprint, a tangible memory of one of your ancestors, or our earlier self, I guess. Um, You each only feel one of these imprints calling you toward your objective. While you move forward, you bear witness to a moment in history through your ancestors' perspective. How you engage with that moment is up to you. Each player... Draw a card from the deck and place it face up on the table. The suit of the card determines the feeling of the memory you witness with your ancestor uh, okay I'm gonna I'm gonna put real quick some names on the roll 20 so that we have a spot to place the cards so that we know whose cards is who okay so. Um, are we are we cool cool with with this all with these um these prompts also being for like our younger selves our schools school age selves
1: yeah so would i mean yes i was i was thinking about something that i just was like oh that's what the memory can answer and i'm like we normally take the gondola up why would it be along the hill path and i'm like at any given point, any of us could have been on this hill path for any number of reasons. So, yes, it's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, and it also, also you know, memories could have fallen, you know, like snow down mm. the mountainside.
1: Oh, that's cute.
0: Um, You know, like it was all being kept up top and then it's starting to spill up, down like a very slow, momentous avalanche. Uh, Dora, you can put your card down next to your name. There we go. Oh, we all got different suits. Excellent. Hearts, you find your ancestor in a moment of vulnerability. Spades, you find your ancestor hard at work. Diamonds, you find your ancestor struggling with a problem. Clubs, you find your ancestor at peace. And Joker, draw a new card, discarding any additional Jokers. During the moment described by this new card, you realize you have made a transgression. Uh, the Joker represents a transgression within your own family's culture. You may not use this card to play out a violation of cultures that do not belong to you. That's a safety note. Interesting. Hmm. Well, we do not. Uh, we didn't have, draw any Jokers, so we don't have to worry about that. For the record, I drew a three of hearts.
2: I have a six of diamonds, and I have a six of clubs.
0: Uh, all right. So, how do we want to? How do we want to do
2: this? Um, I think we can go in the order in the doc to describe our uh, imprints and how we interact with them. So, uh, since I got clubs, that describes my ancestor at peace. And this is from the perspective of my ancestor.
0: Yes, because you actually have an ancestor who went here that we established.
2: Yeah. So, I think... In this particular echo, it's on the cusp between uh spring and summer mm-hmm. the The sun's in the sky um it's a little afternoon, probably, so that way there aren't any shadows from being in a valley. There's just a lot of greenery, a lot of uh flowers in bloom uh there's a path through them that uh my ancestor is walking. Uh, let me name my ancestor really quick. Wow, all of these names suck.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah?
2: I decided to go to fantasynamegenerators.com because, like, I feel like this would be better than, than going to Donjon, but, like, these names aren't good. No.
0: Listen, Fantasy Name Generator is doing their best.
2: yeah.
1: I always like to just take the name, and then take the idea of the name they offered me, and make it into a new one.
2: <laughs> okay, this one isn't bad. Uh, we'll change it a little bit to be uh, Diatheon. Ooh. So, that's not too bad. That's
0: a cool name.
2: I mean, this does mean that there's a little bit of Prometheus and Bob going on here, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's yeah. fine.
2: It's okay.
0: Parker and uh Parker and Diatheon.
1: It's fine. Generational gaps. You understand. Yeah.
0: Totally.
2: Yeah, so Diatheon is uh wandering down one of the paths and uh I think I know I said uncle before just as a uh just throwing it out there, but let's make it a great great aunt like twice removed or something like that Mm -hmm. and uh, she stumbles upon like a wounded animal like maybe a hare, and uh, she kneels down next to it and kind of coaxes it towards her and is able to lay a uh, hand on it and uh, you know Parker can see like the color of her scales she's like a blue green drake and uh like her hand briefly glows and she's able to uh heal the hare who like bolts away as soon as uh the injury is healed and i think that's the mnemonic imprint that uh he sees and how does parker engage with that moment yeah we decided it was closer to the cold months for this right
1: Yes. Uh, yes. Currently.
2: Yeah.
0: That it was, or was was snowing or raining.
1: I think it was raining.
0: It yeah. It was raining, which makes the snow even worse.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they feel like an urge to to stray from the path, like the plants are, you know, it's all brown and stuff now, but like there's still an echo of that hair bolting off, and there's there's just like this call to, like, follow the hair a little bit, but I think Parker shakes it off and uh, kind of catches their breath and, uh, maybe, I think think they're just like, "Did, did you see that? Hmm? See what? There was there was something I I saw something like it was everything was green and I saw a hare going through the greenery did you Did you see that too?
1: I spy with my little eye a lot of snow, but not a lot of green hmm.
0: do uh do we think that this memory stuff might be a magic that we know about,
1: mm, probably. Like, would it would it be something that is, like, contained within the the university as a space itself? Or is it something that's happening because Talos has passed away?
0: Hmm. Could be... Uh, could be either. Oh, you know, it's like, this place... This place has a long history and a lot of memories. And... I suppose... Without a steward at the helm, there's nothing holding them back from us.
2: And Parker kind of shakes his head and shakes his wings out a little and then pulls them closer to his body and is like, I, I guess you're right. That makes sense. I guess maybe we should be a little more careful.
0: I don't think the past can hurt us. As much as it feels like it is. But yes, it's important to remember what is and isn't real. It's easy it just starts crunching away mm. through, through the snow. No, I guess not crunching at all, because she's walking on top of it because of her magic sleigh bell shoes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Parker's just uh carving the path for Fina. <laughs>
0: I've been watching a lot of Death Stranding. <laughs> uh and there's a part there's a part in Death Stranding where you end up in a big mountain that's covered in snow. And so like you get like the guy's like bow, 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 just running through snow and just leaving this huge path behind him. And I just, I see that.
2: I think uh like maybe uh Parker periodically just blows out hot breath to kind of melt the snow in front of him to make it a little easier to get through
0: yeah um i know what my memory is as we as we move up and and another wave hits us um artesia is herself young as a younger child as a like a a young girl when she first came here uh the memory is you know autumn not very long after our our arrival in this place and she can look down and see she's got you know this fancy frilly dresses on but like the skirt is singed and there's mud on it Uh, and she's crying and she's got like a little piece of parchment that she's writing a letter on uh, begging her parents to let her go home and Artesia sees that through her younger eyes and like experiences it and her, as an adult, just crumples the paper up and throws it down the hill. Because they never answered anyway. So it wasn't worth spending the effort.
1: I would like to give her a hug. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, she doesn't hug you back, but she does put one hand on your arm. <laughs> um, She's got, like, black leather gloves. Of course. She's wearing all black again. All like everything. Um, her hair also when she was little was like very like curled and full of like festoon thick like, ribbons and like streamers and stuff. And in the present day it's just straight. Yeah, that is her moment of vulnerability.
1: Um, for Fina, a memory of herself struggling with a problem. Um, and I think it happens where, you know, she's trudging along kind of in the last place because it's the hardest for her and she like stumbles over a tree root or something that's just in the ground and she manages to catch herself but as she does she glances off to the side and there is the younger version of her who had like auburn curls and a more childish face and um it is a memory of her she has it's kind of like the turn between fall and winter, but there are a bunch of leaves all over the ground and she has one in particular and she's practicing a spell on it over and over again on different different leaves and she tries it and then crumples the leaf and then looks at it and gets really upset and throws down that leaf and tries it again, tries the spell a different way, takes the leaf and crumbles it and it's still crumbled and she throws that aside and... As she looks a little bit closer, you notice that two of her fingers are missing on her left hand, and um, she is trying to find a way to circumvent having to tell a responsible adult that she broke her hand, literally, and is also trying to find a way to create a spell that helps it. To, to keep her fingers, you know, to keep her, her own form from breaking in such a way. And she's testing it on leaves and nothing really seems to work. And so she keeps trying it over and over again and getting more frustrated as the leaves keep continuing to crumble in her hands before she moves on to the next one. Aww. And like, as she like watches this, she does kind of like reach up and like grip her hand a little bit, but keeps walking and doesn't pay it any much attention.
0: Okay so did she ever get the spell down
1: she did she did have to go to i think she did have to go to the headmaster to get it right and also to get her hand fixed um
0: her, to get her hand her fingers back
1: yeah to get new fingers
0: Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he was a cool guy about it though yes that's why we remember him Alright oh, cool Um, So the next page is about transgression, but none of us actually, none of us drew a transgression. So I think we skip it. Yeah. And so the next section, next ritual is shared memory Uh, by group decision or by chance. Each of you arrive at the same spot in this place of memory. Each of your ancestors has passed through this place at some point in time, leaving an imprint on the world's memory you all feel the connection pulling you forward, asking you to descend into that moment to witness what transpired here. Perhaps it was a series of moments occurring at different points in history, or a chance encounter of each of your ancestors in the same spot at the same time. Whatever the circumstances, you all bear witness to the same events, though you might not immediately recognize their significance or connection to each other. So if I can the the spot i think can just we don't have to have this whole game be walking up the mountain the spot could be the the arches the gate yeah as for the rest of it i'm not sure i i i I have taught i've i've given up a lot of ideas so i'm gonna let y'all have some room
1: (laughs) uh So if it is us arriving at the gates, it could, you know, be all of us arriving there on our first day or leaving on our last day. And just kind of like, you know, that moment between the three of us, since we were friends throughout our years there. And it is something that like at which point the beginning or the ending is marked like a really big passage for us. My neighbors are doing construction outside.
0: Oh, no. Um, okay, so, you said that the, that us, that it would be our, uh, us, us all just arriving at the school?
1: Yeah, most likely, you know, that would be, it could be us, like, on our first or last today, like, entering or leaving through the gates. Sure. Because I was also going to say, like, if it was still us on the mountains, it would definitely be something that Fina dragged all three of you, or all two of you into, along with her, for some shenanigans.
0: Oh, True. What do you think, Dora?
2: Um, I think looking at, uh, looking at the next part, I think some of that is going to be determined by the cards we draw.
0: mm Hmm. Oh, is that is that the next part? Oh, shared memory part two. Okay. <laughs> right. No, sorry, I did, I, there's there's not a part one on the shared memory but so I didn't realize it was part of a set.
1: Yeah, and then there's a resolution beneath it.
0: So it's like, um, so. Also, if yeah, if we want, we can we can be further down
1: the mountain. Uh, do we want to draw a card and see what happens first? Cause I mean, like, the hearts is this place was a site of coming together of great sadness or joy. I think it would help us decide what we wanted to do, or do we want to like
2: decide and then see what happens? Or
0: at least decide where where it is, right?
2: I definitely think that like having it happen. At the gates makes the most sense, okay. Um, especially because it's like mm, trying to figure out a way to articulate it. We
1: spent most of our time in the school instead of on the mountain, so it would be make the most sense to explore the school than it would the mountainside.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: I like like we get up to the gate to the to the top of the mountain and we see the gate and it's like oh, roiling with memory. And the only way that we can get into the school is by going through. And this time we all see it.
1: I just like the idea of like a bunch of overlapping memories like of ours and other students and other people just kind of like, you know, 30 different screens playing at once. And it's really hard to focus on what you're looking at, but it's just like a mess of color and sound and feeling just kind of like all swirling around the gate. Like, yeah. like,
0: to go back to the, 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 the style of the, the cracks in the mirror, it could be, like, different shards showing different
1: things. I saw Frozen, too. Shit. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Um, but, yeah, like, shards of, yeah, like, a big, like, like, the, like it's like a mirror that is between the, the two gates, uh, but it's cracked, and we can see all these different little flips and moments in time. So yes, yeah, so each of us will draw will draw a card from the tape from the deck and place it face up on the table. We're discussing our connection to this place using the suit of the card to determine the kinds of events that took place in this spot. Interesting. So it sounds like we would have all had different feelings about it. More hearts. More hearts. Yep. Um. So the the cards are uh the, the suits are. Hearts is this place was a site of coming together, of great sadness, of joy, or joy, of communion or shared grief. Spades, this place was a site of conflict, of, battles, of battle or strife, of pain and loss, of severed ties or broken bonds. Wow. Uh, diamonds. <laughs> no. This place was a site of discovery, of innovation, of new friendships, of secrets learned or stories told. Clubs, this place is the site of creation, of building homes, of founding cities, of making do with what remains, of helping the land recover. And Joker, each of you brings an internal conflict with you to this place. Before proceeding further into the shared memory, each of you must deal with this conflict in your own way. We did not get a Joker. We got two hearts and a spades. So, yeah, so we, we, we step through and... Maybe we see different things, you know, different, you know, we walk through different rooms, different, different shards of the shared memory, because this gate has seen a lot of things.
2: Yeah, that, that definitely sounds right to me.
0: We want Nab to go in the middle, so it's not like hearts, hearts, spades.
2: Yeah. I need to think a lot, though. Shoot, I still go first, though. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I think since it's uh, a shared memory, y'all can see it too, right?
0: Yes, I think we are all walking through these different facets together.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think you know, since since this place was a site of coming together, this is like a tableau, I think, of all the years Diatheon attended the school and just like she's hugging different people and and it's all kind of overlaid um so you can't really see you see her through the years all overlaid on top of each other so you can't necessarily focus on like one version of her as uh she laughs and she you know says hello and she you know drags people into hugs that kind of thing and like, there's just this, you know, this overwhelming sense of, like, homecoming, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, she's definitely laughing a lot. Uh, this is, this is something that, you know, she's, she's always really happy about passing through the gates at the beginning of the school year.
0: Mm-hmm. Is Diana a student here right now?
2: Yeah, I think I think these are all snapshots from her student days. Okay,
0: cool. Okay, so you did a happy one. Diathion was well liked and and had a good time at school, and was always stoked to come back. Which, mood? <laughs> it's, it's boring being at
2: home yeah since since she was the black sheep like this was the place where where she most belonged
0: mm-hmm. um i i'm going to do some sad shit because in the present day artesia does not live in the forests that she grew up in um and the reason for that is that they were destroyed while she was at school and so Uh, a sight of coming together of shared grief is her with the other like elf kids at the school who all get called into like the auditorium to get the news that their homeland was destroyed, which sucks. It's a big bummer. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why it was destroyed or how, or by who, or if it was by anybody could have just been like a, you know, like a natural disaster. Um, but she can't go home because it's not there anymore. Mm.
2: <laughs> That's rough, yeah. buddy. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And so the, mem- <laughs> the yeah, so the memory is of of her with the rest of the kids from her hometown, who she never got along with. To be fair, to be sure, but they all still had that connection. Um, and together, for all of them, that connection was severed that day.
1: Hmm. I don't know what to
0: do for this one. Um... It's mean, a side of conflict of battle or strife. It could be, you know, wizard duels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. Like uh, the, the only really thing that's like coming to mind is just like, it, like an actual like argument of some kind. And I, I think by this point, like, Fina might have like forgotten who it was she was arguing with or why they were even arguing. But it's just like the shot of her just like standing her ground and yelling at someone. Mm-hmm. And um I like I think it like had to do a lot with, you know, when she was leaving the school. And I think a part of her didn't want to come back. Um, except for the fact that she, you know, really wanted to come and see Talis off. But like otherwise, I think this was like had left a really bad taste in her mouth for the end of her school career. And she just didn't really want to to have to like face these gates again. And um, like a part of that is just like reminding her is like, Hey, you said you didn't want to come back. So what are you doing here?
0: Was it an argument with one of us?
1: I don't know. Um, I, I have a feeling that she doesn't see Parker all that much, even though they live in the same place. Um, mm-hmm. Or at least they're from there. I don't know. She's gone back a few times, but I don't think she remains in one place for too long if she can help it. Um, Or if she does, it is mostly only ever at home. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I I think, like, it's also just kind of like maybe she wanted to go off and do an adventure and no one wanted to go with her. Or, you know, she's breaking up with someone at the school gates like at the very end of school because that person didn't want to go with her or you know she, they didn't want her to go with them or whatever but it was just like it is very much just a rem- a reminder of just a lot of things being severed at once
0: mm-hmm. yeah cool yeah, I mean it's rough that's that's school for you I guess yeah School. a lot of a lot of a lot about school is is about uh, severed ties and broken bonds, yeah. Yeah. Alright. Do we have anything else for that? Uh, Dora, do you have any questions on, on either of our scenes? Or, Mab, do you have a question about Dora's scene? or?
2: Mm-mm. I do not.
0: Resolution. The shared memory complete. Your group at last finds what you came for. An opportunity to answer a question, to retrieve what was stolen, to repair... What was broken? The choice remains, do you take it? Well, oh, this is the end.
1: Almost. I'm sure we could, like, repeat as desired.
0: Sure, sure. But we also don't want to, like, like you know, the, the game doesn't have much for us to linger on.
2: I do think it, it's worth, like, role playing out the scenes as we find what we're looking for and as we bid... You Know a final farewell to Talus, though.
0: Totally, absolutely. Like,
1: it would, you know, like, uh, like in this case, maybe, like, who can- <laughs> keeps fucking with my card when I keep fucking with it?
0: Everybody's <laughs> moving their stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just fun. You want to know what,
2: Dora? I'm going to take your card.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
2: That memory Still. is gone now. Bye. Bye. Let it go. Let
1: it go. <laughs> I have it now. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, like, in which case, do we want like an actual shared memory of like the three of us and Talus, Or mm-hmm. do we just want to like take an opportunity to like roleplay out something else and just like us exploring the space?
0: Good question.
1: Because so otherwise, this would turn into a one-episode podcast episode. Well, work. I mean, we, we, Which is this fine.
0: Is, this is an hour. The, the last the last session was an hour. The so last probably, session
1: was not an hour.
0: <laughs> that's fair. We could probably squeeze two out uh, if we wanted to, but also it doesn't have to be long, you know. Oh no, yeah. Um. Well, okay. So so we, okay. So we walked through the shards of of the of the thing we see the things that we see and then we see something that is for all of us um some kind of resolution uh maybe we want talus to be a part of that Mm -hmm. was talus there for uh diatheon
2: hmm that's a good question did did we decide how old talus was when he uh when he passed he shuffled off this mortal coil
0: i mean he was a human But also, like you know, he could have. He was a wizard. He could have lived forever.
2: Yeah. Listen, if
1: Dumbledore can do it, so can Talos. Absolutely fair. Because also we're here to like celebrate his memory and our connection to him. So it would make sense if not with uh, Diathion, then it would also be like it would be the three of us. So it would be a memory that actually has Parker in it.
2: Yeah. That's very true. Um, yeah, I like that idea. Like Parker can discover things about Diatheon outside of a memory. Um, like something physically there and still be part of the memory with Talus. So mm-hmm. I like that idea. But I do think it's worth uh kind of finding the things that we came for before we have that that final memory? Probably. Okay.
1: Or would they be something that, like, after the memory fades, we find it? Hmm. Like, we have to, like, tackle and deal with the issues of this memory in order to be, like, gifted this thing that we came here for.
2: I don't know. I I kind of like it as being something that happens after we we complete our individual quests.
1: Sure. A shared uh cutscene yeah
2: hmm so does Talos
0: does Talos factor into the the these shared memories that we have as we walk through the gate does he does he welcome the atheon at home does he um you know give uh Seraphina perspective on the on the short lived um loudly ended relationship at the, the, that was severed at the gates does he give some sort of speech to the elf kids after their home was destroyed probably all right. then he does it
1: <laughs> so, yeah I think that would make sense like you know just being able to see the way that like he weaves in because you know that's the the whole reason that we're here is for
2: that
0: mm. yeah That he helped all of us
2: yeah Although I definitely think maybe maybe a uh, uh, Talos was super young and appearing with with Diathion, so he's almost unrecognizable because it's like you know doesn't have a, a wizardly beard.
0: He's played by Jude Law in this one, of course.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he was young, So he's just been here. He's been a part of the school for years and years, decades, possibly centuries. Um, you know, he 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 like goes and sits with each kid uh, during the during the the grieving, and you know all those kids who didn't have a home before, he you know personally looks after, um, you know sources relatives finds places for them to be, uh, and if they don't have anyone, he gives them rooms and that in the school places to to live and support for when they go off into the world uh mad do you have any any specifics on on how he helps seraphina after her fight
1: i think well she's basically immortal so i think it was kind of like uh it was more like he had like sat down with her and was able to listen. And I I do like the idea of, like, he, you know, helping her put things into perspective because, you know, she can just basically body swap anytime something happens to her body and she can live on as long as she wants. And it's also kind of a reminder that the person who has, I guess, quote-unquote, been designing her, the, the bodies that she's been using is, you know, he's just a normal human. He's also going to to go on. And so it's about being able to to have her find a way to, like, honor the... Just, I guess, like, the fragility uh, uh, and how, like, transient a lot of things are and having her be, like, learn to, like, live in the moment but not expect it to to... Like, not everything does last forever. And so, you know... Which does sound, like, a little more harsh than a girl post-breakup wants to hear. But um, also, it's just kind of like, hey, remember, you know, there are people who do, who are still small and fragile. And just Mm -hmm. like you are fragile, they're a little more, they're a little more fragile than you are. And, like, learning how to respect their wishes in that way and you know because like it wasn't it wasn't a good scene or a good memory for her but like uh you know that lesson that she learned does still stick with her because she's a little more mature and she doesn't run off when like let's go on adventures now because who cares if i break it's fun
0: <laughs> sure Uh, Our group at last finds what you came for, an opportunity to answer a question, to retrieve what was stolen, to repair what was broken. Uh, The choice remains, do you take it? So let's let's go back to the things that we came here to get. What did did you come here to get?
1: Now I have to think about the specifics of the spell.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, absolutely.
1: My neighbor is sawing wood and doing noisy things. (laughs) that's obnoxious Um, hmm, hmm. a lot of Fina's story so far has been definitely about just her dealing with the like how fragile things are in general and so I'm trying to decide if the spell was supposed to be for herself or for someone else and what that would mean
0: well I mean it could, you know, it could just as easily be like whatever spells Talus was weaving to keep Foxglove together. Mm. You know, the spells of maintenance and and like maintaining and like recursion. Maybe there's a place you want to keep forever, that keep keep whole for as long as you live, or maybe it's this place. You know, who knows?
1: Well, now the idea of her wanting to just be like, well, what if? But new for the school. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna sit here and ruminate.
0: Sure. I mean we can cut down time.
2: <laughs> yep. We can fix it in post.
0: Mm-hmm. And this one's not that hard to do. Just gotta trim. It. I'm opening up a new case of earbuds. Uh while um while Mav is thinking on it. What do you think uh Parker finds or does?
2: I've been thinking about it and I'm almost wondering if maybe like Diatheon ended up as a teacher here mm-hmm. or some sort of scholar. And like I don't know, I feel like the maybe the library Probably, most of the stuff was cleared out of it because that's a lot of knowledge to just leave to rot when the school closed down, but maybe there's just there's some stuff left that I don't know it sounds kind of harsh to say you know that nobody wanted or you know wasn't deemed important enough to take, but I feel like there there might be some sort of thesis. That Diatheon wrote that's still left somewhere in the library. And, uh...
0: Yeah, I mean, also, like, one, like, people probably didn't want to leave all these books here, but also, it's a lot of books. Yeah. And, and like, the gondola's not working anymore.
2: Yeah, so maybe there's, there's some stuff that just had to be left behind. And not mm-hmm. necessarily, you know, a judgment on its worth or anything like that, so...
0: Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, it's like it's like a you know, there's like a quarter of the books left. And it's still a lot of books, but it makes it the library feel so empty.
2: Yeah. And like Parker's footsteps echo through the library. It's like the acoustics are all different with the shelves mostly empty. Mm. Um I don't know. I have the mental image of it being kind of like after dusk now. And so, like, you know, there, there are wall sconces, but they're not lit. Maybe they aren't even, uh, maybe they aren't even meant for flame. Maybe they were meant to be uh, illuminated through magic.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, like, uh, you know, Parker kind of walks through where he's looking and and, you know, conjures a little bit of light as he goes. And, like, the light moves with him until he finds... You know, this thing that he's feels kind of drawn to and it's, you know, maybe it's a, it's a thesis written by Diathion about some sort of healing technique and it just catches his attention and he picks it up and flips through it and realizes who wrote it and kind of puts it in his satchel. He doesn't read it right there because like, you know, while that's partially what he's, he's here for, that's not like the... Uh, main mission that brought them up here so uh he just takes it uh to bring home cool did we tea- mm-hmm. sorry did we split up to do this or are we kind of sticking together
0: uh we could have we could have split up for sure uh like you know like let's let's meet back in like a few minutes kind of thing. or would you prefer that, that someone was there to witness that
2: Mm, i don't know i feel i kind of feel like it's more interesting for us to stick together so we can all kind of bear witness to each other's uh i'm I'm trying to figure out like the word i'm looking for because it's not like you know defining moment but you know it's so we can be there for each other as we complete our side quests
0: Mm -hmm. sure uh yeah i mean also like maybe they're all in the library um because she's because seraphita's looking for a, a, a spell and that could be that could be in the in the big the big book room
2: <laughs>
0: the house would got the books in it
1: i think that would make probably make sense
0: mm-hmm. maybe it's like uh you know big book on a big pedestal in a in a room all by itself like the uh like that that book of magic in Discworld.
2: Yeah, so in that case Parker definitely leaves uh like there's there's a light that follows Parker, but uh they definitely leave, you know, a scattering of like wall sconces lit for Artesia and Seraphina. Mm-hmm. Are
1: they motion activated? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can probably make, you know, the we can keep them <laughs> keep them active. Just you know wave your hand over it and it whoosh, lights up. I think um, the artesia looks around, um, goes into like a back corner and like stoops down to pull a a little journal out from beneath a bookshelf. It's got a lock on it and, you know, she unlocks it with like a flick of her wrist uh, and opens it and there's like words on it that glow and then fade and disappear until it's just a blank journal again. then she just puts it in her bag
1: um so i think i've i've settled on it for serafina and i think it was uh very something similar to what you had suggested the idea of like a spell that would keep something as it was and i think her original intention was to use this on on her home and like the person in it that she cares about and then like you know coming back here and just kind of remembering that's like things are allowed to be transient and things like she is allowed to like people are allowed to be mourned and like that's just kind of like a reminder for her is like things don't have to live forever and that yeah it's gonna suck but also like the natural cycle of things is something that is to be cherished and something that you know she can like love and mourn and then move on from something else and so she just is going to hold on to the spell but she's not she hasn't decided what she wants to use it for but it might also just kind of be the idea of like creating a new school um, or you know creating something that would withstand that can hold those memories of things that have gone before and it's like a small little journal just kind of like left on one of the shelves and like, she remembers, like, seeing it and being able to flip through it, but never was able to, like, keep track of the spell uh, or a- in any way or, like, hold on to it herself. And so now she, like, does have the, the actual spell book and she'll be able to-, to use it later if she wants.
0: Cool. All right. Well, then with our various mm, side quests finished, we did come here to do something. Um,
1: do we want to go up onto a really high tower and then just shake it off and watch it go everywhere?
0: I, yes, I do believe that is that is the, the optimal way of doing this sort of thing. Uh, and I've actually, I've actually got an idea for it. I think, so we, we, we all, we take the urn, we take it up to the tallest tower, which is probably also Talus' office.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we step out onto the balcony, and Artesia takes the urn, and she unwinds this string from it that was keeping it closed and she opens it and she like shakes it out into the out in off the balcony into the sky and then a wind picks up and just blows it straight back into our faces
1: (laughs) oh no (laughs) i'm covered in dead man
0: (laughs) um and i think artesia looks like shocked for a second. Um, like, big bright blue eyes in, like, a soot-covered face, an ash-covered face.
1: A dead um, man-covered and, face.
0: And then I think she bursts out laughing and laughs, like, fully, like like a, like a bell. And it, you know, for the first time maybe ever, laughs, like, with her full voice. And the wind, you know, picks up and blows all the ashes off of us again. And... They scatter across the, the mountains and through the winds, and she is not quiet anymore. Or at least, she doesn't have to be.
1: I going to say, Fina, the idea of now being covered in dead man is not appealing. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I understand this was a sentimental moment, but... <laughs> You can,
0: like, it's so good up, that
1: I don't have pores. <laughs>
0: scoop up a handful of snow and like blow it on you, and it just all shh, oh. wipes off.
1: Well, it's a better thing than what Fina would have done to someone else, which is actually just shove the handful of snow into their face. Yeah. Which I think she does do.
0: She takes Matt. She uses draws power from the world, and so like, but she's laughing, and she she says so um you mentioned something about starting a new school
1: i don't know yet a school or a museum or something i'm gonna be around for a while so i might as well make use of it
0: oh sure sure and so am i
1: can we go on an adventure finally
0: i think learning is an adventure
1: Oh, that's such a
2: boring answer. Parker, tell her we have to go on an adventure. I mean, I guess if you're going on an adventure you need somebody who can
1: heal us, yes.
0: <laughs> uh, and I like as as the conversation is happening, like the the camera's like panning down the 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 big tall tower of this castle and like scooping like zooming out to like be a big wide shot. Mm-hmm. of the of the ashes like f- flowing through the air and like could do that could do that old movie thing of, like the ashes make the face of talus for a second and he winks and then they blow
1: <laughs> oh boy yeah.
0: um, before the ritual ends take a moment each of you to consider and describe as much as you're comfortable the moment you return home to your family with the memories of what you experienced still lingering in your mind do you tell them what you saw, or do you go off quietly to bed? Or, in our case, do we go back at all?
1: I think Fina would go home, but if only as like a, a stop before moving back out again.
0: Hmm. I think, yeah, I think Artesia um, goes home to get some things and then tenders her resignation at Luckwater to go and do something new and not just repeat the way that she's been doing.
2: Yeah, um, Parker definitely goes home. I kind of don't see, like, maybe Drake culture kind of, like, de-emphasizes having stuff, so I don't imagine that Parker has much to go home and get, but I think they definitely go home to, like, be with their family for a little bit. And, like, their family can kind of sense something's up, so it's not a surprise when Parker sort of packs up what little they have and uh, probably meets Fina, like, on the outskirts of the city when the time comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that satchel that his family had given him and uh, that thesis tucked away because he still needs to study it to kind of glean what he can from the advanced techniques described in it. But I don't think he really talks to his family about what happened.
0: Cool. And then uh, maybe, because Luckwater is an island academy, maybe there there's a port in Ironholm, or Iron, what is it called? Uh,
2: iron yeah. Ironhold. It is Ironhold,
0: yes. Yeah. And so we all meet... On a boat and sail off somewhere new. Yeah. On an adventure.
1: An adventure. Woo! Yeah. Which means now we can play another game with them being on an adventure.
0: That's true. We could. We could play Follow or something. Or something else. Who knows? Uh Rights of Reflection. That's this seems like a thing we do by ourselves. The rest of reflection are your time to think about what happened during the session. Use this time however you need to process what you experienced to record what you remember. You can write in a journal or notebook, you can paint or draw, or you can listen to music. Be mindful that other members of the group might have different needs. Do your best not to interfere with their reflection. Allow yourselves no more than five minutes to reflect, then come back to the group to discuss the experience. You each, When you reach the time, the end of the time together... Remember to thank the other members of your group for the experience. Thank you.
1: No. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> Just kidding.
0: You want? Do you want to give them five minutes to to reflect on what I, what, I, what we did?
2: Yeah. Um. We can come back at around fifty. Although, um, as a note to the audience. Uh, you will not experience the five minutes that we experience. <laughs> it's five minutes of silence.
0: Oh, we could put in like a song or something. Our theme <clears> song
2: on
1: loop.
0: Yeah, then we'd have to write. Then we have to. I accidentally thought, so.
1: summoned a raid boss. <laughs> a raid boss. I'm playing Kingdom Hearts Unchained. Whatever. <laughs> K-X.
0: While we're recording. Yeah. Let me put away my phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I finished. We're done. (laughs) This is me reflecting for five minutes. Getting my ass kicked by a giant spider. Nice.
2: Okay, it's been approximately five minutes.
0: All right. Some things to consider. Uh, Moments that were especially powerful for you. Questions that were left unanswered or unresolved. If you like, you can share parts of your reflection process with a group, but you don't have to. So how was that?
1: I liked our little group of characters.
0: Yeah. We all kind of had our own things going on. But it was, all together was good.
2: Agreed. Honestly, I do really like the uh, the, the kind of ending gag where it's like, you know, dumping the ashes and then having it all blown back on us. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It kind of feel. It kind of feels like an old school anime gag. Yeah, like you could see it in like a nineties show. Do we think anything was left unanswered or unresolved?
2: I mean, the obvious uh, unresolved thing is what sort of adventure do we go on next? Doesn't
1: count if it's unresolved. If we're gonna plan on it later. Well, I mean, really?
2: sure, but it definitely <laughs> is an interesting question that was left behind. Mm,
0: for sure. Um, maybe what, what the Atheon is up to now, if, if they're still alive. Because I don't know how long drakes live. They could live forever. <laughs> they're like dragons, basically.
2: You know what? Uh, The text said that uh, drakes are dinosaur-like people and I completely missed the opportunity to give Parker feathers.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: you did.
0: Well, we can bring that up next time.
1: They can get feathers later.
0: I can. All right. Well, when we reach to the end of our time together, we must remember to thank each other for the experience. So thank you, Dora and Mab. Thank you for going on this journey, this exploration of memory and uh, and and you know history
2: yes thank you that was uh that was quite enjoyable it's a fun game mhm
0: and thank you listener for bearing witness to it with us
1: thank you for witnessing us
0: as we ride into dalhalla
2: shiny and chrome <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's probably the end huh i think so <laughs> music cuts in right after that
2: Let's there
0: just we say again. our goodbyes. Oh, we should say our goodbyes.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can get, witness us at uh, Follow the Leader we, on Twitter.
0: <laughs> yeah, follow the Leader on Twitter. No, uh, that's not FDL, the new one. At FTLcast on Twitter. Uh patreon.com slash FTLcast <laughs> to see more stuff that we will be doing. I'm I i do not know what stuff it will be.
1: Neither uh, do we. <laughs> we'll
0: figure it out. I am always gutting for new sh- cool shit to do. I love doing new cool stuff. Uh, hey, that's a microphone. You can't put your face on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at God. Uh That is currently the only place you can find me until I decide to get off my ass and start either writing or doing music again. Uh, my pronouns were he, him throughout the entirety of this game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I've been Dora... Uh, you can find me on Twitter at harpidora. You can find the games that I've written at harpidora.itch.io, and I think that's it for me.
1: And I'm Mab. You can find me on Twitter at littleladymab doing shenanigans, and I'm back on Tumblr, which is weird to say in the year of our Lord 2019, or by the time you yeah. year this 2020. But I am. Thought it was
0: all pillow for it.
1: I uh, I don't know. I wanted content that Twitter wasn't giving me. And sure. so I went to Tumblr. <laughs> I'm also a little lady mab over there, too, because might as well stick with branding. Sure. If you feel like returning to that hellscape.
2: Yeah. Well, would you clap? Yep, let's clap. Let's clap. <laughs> (音楽) See you broadestAH It's Dora, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about our show using the FTLcast hashtag. No, seriously, we crave the validation and it helps us out. Your support really means a lot. Thanks again.